Blog Talk Radio. All right, it's a time to reset the week and reset everything. You're tuned in to Coffee Time with the Coffee Man. My name is Toby Brindle, a.k.a. the Coffee Man. But call me what you want, call me what you will. Let's get this show started. If you have any questions or comments, or if you have a topic that you want to discuss with me, feel free to call me at 914-205-5907. That number again, 914-205-5907. Long distance charges will be applied. All right. So, you know, since we talked last, I do have to say it's been a little bit interesting especially with the whole uh, it's like COVID-19 flu basically taking over the whole entire world. And it's quite interesting to see how people are reacting as well as how the news sources are handling it. You know, I'm not a news source. I never claim to be. I just see what I see and read what I read. And give my two cents, basically, on anything and everything. So, in the last week, roughly, C-19 finally got into Saskatchewan, and there's six confirmed cases. The one part that I find really, really interesting is everybody starting to go berserk because of the C-19 influenza in Saskatchewan, everybody's going out buying toilet paper, hand sanitizer, wipes, things like that, and just absolutely massively disrupting the whole entire economy at grocery stores and stores in general. My family is huge. It's seven people, two adults, five kids. The one part that really blows my mind is that this whole toilet paper issue. I decided I wanted to go out and grab some toilet paper. So my hometown of Wayburn, nothing. What? I worked down in Estevan, which is about an hour away. I went to Walmart, nothing. No frills, nothing. Sobeys, nothing. Went to co-op. The only difference between these places besides the no toilet paper is the parking lots were so packed they were parking on the street so they could get groceries toilet paper things like that but when i went into co-op i was praying for the worst walked over the aisle closed my eyes opened them up boom eight packs it's like oh crap grabbed two and i had a huge smile on my face the lady looks at me and goes Excuse me? Like, I have a family of seven. Oh, you might want to grab two more. It's like, no, we'll be good for about two, three weeks. And she goes, you might want to grab some more. It's like, no, I'm good. Paid for it and left. So it's kind of like a... Now, people are putting limits on so many items. And that's my question to you. You can hit up C-T-W-T-C-M. Copy time with the copy man on Twitter. 
or Coffee Man underscore radio if you want to talk with me. But my question is, should there be more limits on products to help control overspending of products? Like, for example, toilet paper, hand sanitizer, things like that. I do totally understand if you have a large family like me where you need more than a certain amount. Another example is if there's a 24-pack and a 12-pack, the two per limit equal out to be two 24-packs and only two 12? Because two 12 is only two, uh, 24. Or am I just overthinking it? I'll let you decide. Ha-ha. Cha-ching. <laughs> now, another part with the whole limitation of limiting purchases is if there's a party and there's a sale, for example, say that co-op has a sale on potato chips and you need 10 bags to fulfill your party, but you're only limited to four. Does that mean that you have to leave, come back, grab four more, leave, come back, grab two to get your full 10? I can understand the negativity becomes towards that, but when you, right now, it's just madhouse, nobody's thinking, people are rushing. My family is, right now, if I take a look at it, we are screwed. So I'm going to be trying to figure out what to do in the next couple days to see if I can get that upper advantage to compensate for the stupidity that I have had. (laughs) Which leads me to some of the things that C-19 is affecting. For example, sports. There's no baseball, no football, XFL shutdown, no hockey, no basketball, nothing. Okay. When you have no sports, you're thinking to yourself, how am I supposed to get through in my daily struggles with no sports? Well, I guess the Montreal Canadiens streamed a game between Montreal and Anaheim. And it was the actual game that was supposed to be played last that night. I talked to a gentleman at the post office today and he says they need to start doing this and actually having a chance for online gaming to become at the forefront of, say, TSN, uh, Sportsnet, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I have no issue with that. If it means having something to watch and have fun, that's great. One of my questions, which could be answered in about three or four years, is when you're watching online games like hockey, basketball, is there a spectator mode where you can actually go control a camera and actually see where the puck goes at different angles, just kind of like broadcasting, where you can go one, two, three, four. Now, that would be cool because following a certain player, yeah, whatever, could be fun. It's what it is. Or even controlling or having the person controlling the puck be the main camera. 
future is there, and it is absolutely open for discussion for anything. Discussion for everything. I want your guys' honest opinion. Twitter, email, cookingthecockman at yahoo.com, cockman underscore radio, or that other crappy (laughs) Twitter tag that I put the show at. NFL has finally come and the contract between the NFL and Electronic Arts or Madden has come to an end. And the NFL is planning to work with 2K Sports. People are saying that football back in 2005, I think that's what it was, was one of the best football games ever made. If you ever listen to me in my other show, NHL 2K5, was my pick for the best hockey game ever. So you see what I mean? 2K5 for both NFL, NHL, some of the best. Even if you take a look at basketball when it came to 2K, it, it they're saying it's just getting better and better and better, which I'm not doubting it. I've not played it, haven't tried it. It's just one of those things. So my question for you is, are you excited that the Madden football uh, persona game series is done and switching to 2K? Me personally, I am, because Electronic Arts itself is just too big of a corporation, and I understand how they got there by buying up all the little kids, the little guys. Totally understandable. That is how corporations work. If you have a chance or opportunity to grow your company in another direction, you're going to buy the little guys. My boss, he actually said it is cheaper to buy up a competition that's a little bit smaller and to get into the market. So, for example, if we're in uh, Calgary and Edmonton, and we wanted to get into Red Deer. The amount of money and the amount of work to get clients in Red Deer would be so high, so cost costly, that it is almost, it is cheaper and less time consuming to just walk up to the company and say, We would like to buy you for five hundred thousand dollars. The guy goes, Okay, here's where's my money? So you give them the money and there you go. It's your equipment. You just slide your copy in. You already have the clientele. All you got to do is improve your service to the point where it's up and above. Very quick, very simple. And just, if you take a look at Electronic Arts, they did that. Like when it came to Command and Conquer, <clears throat> Command and Conquer, Red Alert, whatever. One. It is just an absolute awesome strategy. Just absolutely beautiful. They wanted to get into a different market, kind of buy up their technology, their game titles. So they did. And it did get a little bit better, but at the same time, kind of fell apart. There was a few changes to Red Alert that I liked. Like, for example, fighting in a city. You can actually take over the city, have snipers, 
And the only way of beating him is either going in with a bunch of guys, taking it over, or blowing it up. Kind of cool concept. But then again, when you have titles flooded from one company, you just kind of are getting sick of it, and you start boycotting. I guess it is what it is. All right. So my goal today was a full 15 minutes, or was doing a full 15 minute show. But if I went over into the 30, hey, I'm not complaining. It is what it is. <laughs> Ew. Son of a bitch. Still hacking up blend from when I was sick in December. <laughs> So if you have any questions or comments, like I said, feel free to email me at cookingthecoffeeman at yahoo.com. Hit me up on Twitter at coffeeman underscore radio. The show Twitter page, it's basically the first initial coffee man. I'm not going to say I don't even know where to start when it comes to that. Um, Facebook page, I'm not going to do it. Um, website, I'm not going to do it just yet. Don't know where I'm going to go with the show. If I continue to grow and have more interactions, then yes, I'll probably go and grow with the Facebook page. But me personally, I've noticed that it has not been doing what I want with some of my other shows. Which, me personally, I just think that it's dying out. So... It's going to be one of the last chances or choices I, I am personally going to take for doing promotions for the show. As well, if the show does get bigger and better, I will upgrade my plan so I can give you better sound. That's one of the things that I don't like with what I'm doing right now. Is the sound quality is not where I want it to be. I will fix it somehow. But until then... Thank you so much. I appreciate all the love, the listeners, that you guys are giving me. And I will see you tomorrow. Should be right around the same time. And just remember that phone number for future references of 914-205-5907. So if you want to call in, if you have something that pisses you off, you want to give a huge shout-out or anything like that, that's the numbers, and I can get you online, and we can get you rolling right here on Coffee Time with the Coffee Man. My name is Toby Brendel, and I will see you tomorrow.